Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Marie Johnson, a registered dietetic technician and RD2B who is on a mission to spread awareness about nutrition professionals who are working out in the field, but go unnoticed. And they are registered diet technicians through her platform, NDTR Spotlight. She shares the stories and journeys of these nutrition professionals through interviews on YouTube and on through her podcast, who have taken time to learn nutrition from an accredited program, pass the DTR exam, and are currently practicing in a variety of settings. Please enjoy my conversation with Marie. You as well. And you, I just you know want to kind of go through your journey of how you got to be what you're doing today. And just maybe take me back to when you were younger and how did you kind of get into nutrition or health or what kind of got everything started for you? Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know anything about nutrition (laughs) growing up. um, I liked eating healthy and and doing exercise and stuff. Uh, And then when I went to grad undergrad, I wanted to do film and media studies because I loved producing and directing and editing. I just, I love that because you can bring people together and then produce something with your time. You're not just wasting it. So I really, that's what I went to school for, but my first year, yeah. My first year in, my parents sat down with me and they're like, Marie, you need to find a, uh, a major that will pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> they said, hey, girl, you need to focus just a little bit on who's going to pay and maybe not. They, were they thinking that was going to be like a fun career for you, like the production? Well, my brother had done done it for one year in in college as well but then he changed oh. it because he said that he was teaching the professor so it wasn't um oh. I, from that perspective it wasn't the most financially promising um, gotcha career yeah <laughs> <laughs> got it <laughs> so yeah I listened to them and I'm really thankful that I did because it was college when I was that major it was easy for me. So then when I switched to dietetics, I was like, oh, college is hard. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a big sweat. How did you, then how did, you know, I mean, obviously in, in the career path that you were on, I mean, science and all that kind of stuff was not probably part of that curriculum. So how did you even get into like the radar of dietetics? Yeah. So they were saying either education or medical field, and I didn't want to teach kids. So I decided to do medical field and I didn't want to be a nurse because I didn't like people that much. <laughs> I really liked talking to people though and I'm very much an extrovert and I like big crowds and people love talking about food. So I was like, okay, let me go into, let me try this nutrition thing out. And when I was in um, high school, when I made videos, there was like extra credit for like my biology classes or my history classes. So I was, I did enjoy science, but I just enjoyed okay. their creativity side more. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. I like that you had that connection of that you like to talk to people and people love to talk about food. So that's a great combination of things. Yeah. Yeah. It works out well. I'll talk to anybody about food for hours. It's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) That that makes you a true, you know, nutrition professional for sure. Yeah. 
So that was the school that you were going to, did it have dietetics or did you have to change or what did that look like for you? Yeah, I went to Messiah College, now Messiah University. So the Lord set everything up really well because I was looking at film schools and I ended up going to this small Christian school in central Pennsylvania that happened to have one of the best programs in dietetics. So nice. It worked out well. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. At least you didn't have to like completely change and, you know, move across the country or do anything like that. Yeah, no, that was for graduate school. I have to, I had to do that. But undergrad, it was very smooth. <laughs> well, good. And so you did all your years. So when you were thinking about, were you thinking of the dietetic path or the diet or the RDE path or what were you kind of, kind of shooting for when you were doing dietetic school? Yeah, I honestly, I had no idea. I just liked, I liked learning about dietetics and nutrition and health. I was also a track athlete. So that was like nice combining it. But like, I was just, I didn't think anything would happen after graduation. (laughs) I was very, um, I don't know. I wasn't thinking about the future when I was an undergrad. Which I, you know, I think a lot of people just kind of feel that way. Don't, I mean, like I know, when I was in my undergrad, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then you're like, wait, now I have to, do I have to be an adult now? Because I don't know if I really want to do that yet. Or I don't know what I want to do with what I've done. And I think that's pretty common. Yeah, that was exactly my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so then you went, did you just go straight into your master's then? No. So I graduated, um, I was th- I was starting to do the die-cast application. And everyone said that it was the scariest thing in the world. It was super hard. You're not going to get matched. And I was just overwhelmed. And financially... I had a scholarship, but I wanted to pay off my undergrad loans. I didn't think it was smart for me to like try and go into even more debt for this credential that I didn't even know if I would enjoy working in. Like I like studying it, but I didn't know if I'd like a job in dietetics. Mm-hmm. So I decided not to apply. I closed my computer. I was like, I'm not doing it. And it was great. I felt so much relief. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, it was so great. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do it. And um, so when I graduated, I went back to an old summer job and then in, um, by like September, I started applying for DTR jobs and I found one in a nursing home and I originally went in for a dietary supervisor, but then I found out they were having a DTR position open. So I said, can I have that position? Even though I hadn't taken my test yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they gave it to me. So I, I studied for three weeks. I started September or October 1st and then I passed my DTR exam like three weeks later and I was working in long-term care for about three months and then I, the job got budget cut. So it got disappeared. Aww, <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer. I was happy though. Cause that was a hard job. I was long-term care is nice, but the hours were a little rough and the time off wasn't like my favorite. And I was just working myself to death. Cause if I have a new job, I'm like so focused on it, but I got sure. a job at WIC and I love that. So that was a lot of fun. That was a good transition for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot more creativity with that job. And I, when you think about long-term care, I guess, you know, like when I think about long-term care, I mostly know just of dietitians that just come in and do consulting work. So what does a DTR do like in long-term care? Yeah, it was a pretty good job. I worked um, directly underneath the dietitian, obviously, and I had my own floor. There, It was like one... Like, so I have my own floor of patients and I would do charting on them, annual charting, quarterly charting. I would go to the care plan meetings. Um, so essentially everything that the dietitian You were basically doing, the dietitian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And then she would check over my work and stuff. But so it was, it was cool to be able to do all of that. Yeah, that is interesting. And I, well, and you talked about 
um, you didn't want to teach kids, but you ended up in WIC. So maybe, (laughs) so maybe circle back to me. How did, you know, was that just a different way of working with kids that maybe you were drawn to? Well, the babies are really cute. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not like a classroom of kids. So, and and I, I mean, I didn't want to work with kids when I was in undergrad, but now I, I right. don't know if I would mind as much. Um, but you've gotten all yeah, yeah, a little bit further yeah. away from that age. <laughs> yeah, I was right like freshman year of college. I just left high school. I was like, I don't want to go back. So. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that, how that changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how long are you? How long did you work at WIC? Then are you still at WIC, or what? What was the next steps after that? Yeah. So I started work 2017 and then I, I left 2019 for um, my graduate. I'm in a graduate program at Cox College where uh, for nutrition to become a dietitian and have a master's in nutrition diagnostics. So I'm almost done Ooh. with that. Yeah. Tell me about that. That's something that I've heard about, but I don't really know a lot about. Nutrition diagnostics. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> it's hard though. It's so hard. <laughs> Um, so there's the A and D model that most people use with uh, when you're writing notes. And then there's Knight's model. So, and that they use that for nutrition diagnostics. And basically you, you do, it's hard to explain. So there's the PES statements and then there's Knight's model. Mm-hmm. Sorry if this sounds a little nerdy, but no. <laughs> for the Kite's models, you, you diagnose the, so they might have, they might be overweight, so undesirable overweight status. And then you say it's related mm-hmm. to, let's say they have um, inappropriate dietary habits. So you say the problem first, and then you say, like, this, it's not signs and symptoms. It's, like, what's causing that. So gotcha. if they're eating too many calories, that's causing the overweight. And then you, you, um, can space off of that. And then there's also a lot, there's a lot of, on the physical exams, the MPEs. Oh, okay. But we haven't been doing much of that because of COVID. We can't really touch our patients anymore. So that's kind of a bummer, but Aww. yeah. And that's, that's becoming huge, those physical exams, isn't it? I feel yeah. like that's becoming more prevalent. I think so. I think it is. And it's nice having a program that's so focused in on it. Um, but I do think a lot of people are really starting to use them a lot more than when I first learned about the them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, how did you, so like, as far as like the nutrition diagnostics, like how, I mean, like for someone that, you know, probably had you heard of it before, like, how did you even come across that as a actual master's? Yeah. So I, when I applied to diecast, I didn't get matched to anything. And then there's something beautiful called the second round match, which was my <laughs> saving, I know it was my saving grace. And, um, Cox college happened to have some open spots. And so when I was looking at the program, I like that the master's degree wasn't something that I hadn't heard of before and that sounded Mm. interesting. Um, So I decided to go with it because it sounded cool. (laughs) I like the way I like your, I like that you're just like, Hey, I'm just going to try this out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I could say I'm in when I'm done. So. I don't know. Sounds cool. (laughs) That sounds way cool. Right. Like, like you need, like, that's like doctor status. I feel. Sounds like I know some (laughs) stuff. (laughs) You know some stuff. (laughs) So I love the fact though, that, um, I think a lot of times as, as dietitians, maybe to be, or people that go into health and nutrition and think that they automatically have to go become a, a dietitian and that there is this opportunity to become 
a, you know, a registered tech and that you definitely can do that. Mm-hmm. Especially like, I, I like how you mentioned that, you know, you didn't know if you really wanted to be a dietitian. You're like, I don't know if that's really what I want to do. And you took your time and you obviously determined that's what you did want to do. And so you went and continued your schooling and got your internship. So like when you started your, your NDTR spotlight, mm-hmm. was that kind of your goal is to kind of help people kind of learn more about that in-between place that is still awesome and great to work in and that's available and that they don't have to have this pressure to go on to be an RD or what was kind of your goal with that? Yeah. They, yeah. In a sense, that's what I was trying to do. So I wanted, when I became an NDTR or DTR at the time, they added it in later, I wanted to use it to the best, the do everything I could do with the DTR credential. I like to do things to the max and then like leave it. So <laughs> um, the way my program works for, for graduate school is the first year is a lot of rotations. So I had no time last year, but this year it's a little bit less. I only have clinicals one day and then I have class. So I have a lot more time. And I was like, I'm still a DTR. I, I want to use this credential. I'm paying to keep it relevant <laughs> and I have mm-hmm. knowledge. So I was thinking about what I could do with it. And I made a video on my other YouTube channel, like when I first got the DTR credential, and it had over a thousand views, which is a lot for little old me. I was like, whoa, that's great. (laughs) People want to know about this. So I was going to put more videos out explaining my path, but I was like, well, that's so narrow and it's just me. There's so many other ways and so many other um, possibilities with this credential. So I decided to do NDTR Spotlight because there's a lot of podcasts like yours that are so, so informative and so helpful, but there's a focus on RDs and dietitians. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but what about DTRs? So I'm a little bit biased in people I interview. Obviously, they have to be a DTR or a former, but I think that's, I think it's helpful because prior to NDTR Spotlight, it was just Diet Tech Central that was a resource for DTRs, which I love that website, but compared to everything that was out there for dietitians, I wanted there to be a lot of things out there for DTRs as well to uphold and shine light on this credential that I think is so beneficial. And I will say, I really liked having this option because while I was working as a DTR, I was able to pay off my undergraduate degree. And to me, it made me realize that like, if I keep in this, in this field, I'll be able to pay for the education I'm getting and I'll enjoy working in this field. So I think the DTR credential is something that should not be overlooked, but it's a very good option for a lot of people. And I, I, you know, honestly, like I've been a dietitian for, I'm an old lady, um, like 20, 21 years, 20 years. So I, and if I would have knew more mm-hmm. about that credentialing, I probably would have done that because like you, you know, in the beginning, it's like, do I really want to be a dietitian? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do I want to have more school debt and pay for an internship? No. I mean, I don't think a lot of people do. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, and I think that that's a lot of thing that, that can hold people back from going forward with their RD, which I totally understand. Mm-hmm. And that being a, a diet, you know, a registered, what's the official, like, how do you officially like to refer to yourself as a registered dietitian tech or how, what's the best way to to address that. I, I don't know what people prefer. I usually say diet technician. Um, diet technician. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure I'm calling yeah, correctly. I don't like, know that's I right. Like, like you, you said, like, I, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to take it to the max. Like, I feel like there's, people don't realize that there's a lot of things that you can do with that. You know, they just think you're not just a diet clerk sitting in a food nutrition service office taking 
you know, meal orders. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> Which I think people think that. Don't you kind of feel that 100%. way? percent. That's what, that's honestly, like, I wasn't sure what you could do. And it's been so, so awesome just for me alone interviewing the DTRs and the, that I've interviewed and seeing what they're doing. Sometimes I'm like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> so. Right. It's so good. That's, see, that's so good to, and I, I love that you're making it to be more present because I, it's funny. I just had a conversation with a student who is in her undergrad and she actually, as at a school, it doesn't have dietetics. So she's trying to figure out what she's going to do. And she's like, I don't know if I want to be a dietitian. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, well, and I told her about your um, spotlight and I was like, well, just maybe listen to some of her stuff and, you know, like what options are there for you if you don't go on to get the RD and if you don't get matched, if you want to work for a while and like, we need to talk more about that in between place, if that's an in between place or if it's a forever place. I appreciate the shout out, but yeah. And I honestly, there's so many programs that are like, get your nutri- certification in nutrition, but it's like, no, like get your DTR. Cause that is, I think that's the best right. outside of the RD. That's the best, you know, credential that you can get. So if, even if you don't want to be a dietitian and you, but you're interested in nutrition, you can get an associate studio or get your bachelor's and, and still have that very valuable credential that is, you know, overlooked by the Academy of Diet, Nutrition and Dietetics, which speaks volumes to yeah. it. Right. Exactly. I yeah. agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> And the, you know, the whole dietitian thing, it's, it's not for, it is not for everybody and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Did you always think maybe that you would always kind of go on or did you kind of question maybe I don't, I never want to be a dietitian. Yeah, I had no idea. I was up and down. I was applying for other jobs completely outside of this field. Um, but I think my work experiences and working alongside dietitians, um, made me kind of fall in love with this field. And I was like, yeah, I got to keep going because I would, I want to get to that, that scope of practice so I could do even more. Um, but yeah, I was unsure that's for awesome. a while. And that's, and that's a, a good message. You just like, it's okay to be unsure. You don't have to know, you don't have to have your whole life planned out when you're 20. I know. Like how do you do that? <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know what, if you would have jumped into your internship right away, you maybe not have, would have never found nutrition diagnostics either. I probably, right? yeah, I probably would have just done the fastest internship and then just yeah, to get it done, just to get it over with. And that's mm-hmm. not good either. Cause I mean, the stuff I've learned in this program, the information I've learned in this program makes me realize why, <laughs> You need a dietetic mm-hmm. internship and why the master's degree um, is, is a valuable tool to have. Um, so they're changing that in 2024. I, I'm beginning to understand why before I was just like, why are they doing it? But I'm like, okay, like there's value to it. So that's making yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will say like, I was that person that chose an internship. I wanted the shortest internship because I just wanted to be done with it. I'm like, I just want to get it over with. <laughs> and you're right. That's not good. And if I could have did it all over again, I would have because I'm like, well, I should have taken the time and really found something that I, I was passionate about and really loved and did it that way. But yeah. you know, maybe I should have just went with the dietitian. <laughs> no, it looks like you're route. doing good with high V and what with the podcast. You're thriving. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I think about those, like, maybe I should have just, you know, now that I know there's more stuff out there, it's good to like be aware. Yeah. I think ever, I think it's good for everybody to be aware that there's options. Yeah. And I, I appreciated that about my undergrad program. Cause my professors were like, you could also do a DTR. They didn't like, I know 
when I've spoken to some people, they don't, they don't even know they're in a program and it's might be mentioned once and it's the DTR credentials so overlooked. So I just want to, that's crazy. And especially with um, the master's degree coming, I think, I think this, this field is increasing in diversity, which is really nice seeing that increase in diversity. But if we keep putting these barriers into getting the RD credential, it's just going to decrease. So that's another reason why I'm like, fuel to to push out the DTR credential because diversity in this field is just going to enhance it so much more. Right. And, and if it, it does discourage people from doing it, then you you have to have an option. So people that are passionate about it can, can do yeah, it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I find that to be, it's so interesting. And I, I think that your, the way that you're kind of spreading that message, I think that also helps people that maybe feel like they aren't going to be able to move forward or they're derailed from even going into the field because of it will help them understand that they can still be a part of the field in, in that yeah, way. And an important part of the field. So I agree mm-hmm. with that. So what kind of what kind of jobs? So maybe share with me, like you said, have you interviewed people that you're like, I didn't even know you could do that. What kind of things... Have you come across that are available for DTR? Yeah, well, so the obvious ones are like the long-term care and food service um, and then WIC. But the ones that were really interested to me, I uh, interviewed Priscilla. I'm blanking on her last name, but she is Askew, I think. I probably mispronounced it. I'm sorry, Priscilla, if you're listening to this. But she does (laughs) private practice nutrition. And then Taylor, she's celiac dietitian. And she just posting, she does a lot of social media um, for dietitians and stuff. And she also does a little bit of like coaching, which I thought was just really cool and seeing her presence and impact on social media as a DTR. Um, and then Dre, she does, she found a job. She was, her interview was so great because she was explaining how she was searching for jobs. She didn't type in diet technician registered. <laughs> like she, yeah, yeah, like no. that's not, that's not going to find me anything, but she was looking for like nutrition <laughs> coaching and nutrition education and she is working, I think, currently as a nutrition, as a health coach, but she has that NDTR credential, mm. which I think that's where, you know, DTRs need to look for jobs because that's where, like, the nutrition information is being given out. And if you have these people who I mean, are educated and know stuff, but they don't have that backing in nutrition and, and understand, like, you can't just, they're, they're up to date with the research and how fast this field is changing right. and they know what resources to look at that gives the most up to date you know, um, reviewed information, like that's the people you want in those positions and the jobs out there, like the coaching, the health coaching and stuff usually don't recall or don't even mention that credential. And I'm like, that's where you need to be. So I'm um, just seeing that was really cool in those jobs that they had. And I think, yeah, the that's biggest like- thing though that stuck out to me was these the TRs who were doing their own nutrition coaching it was really cool. And that's, I think that's, you made a great point about health coaches versus, versus DTRs. And heck, yeah, I would rather see a DTR health coach than just someone that just did an online certification. And Yeah, you know, right? Like, I want, <laughs> yeah, give me some good information about your food or just <laughs> right. tell me the food groups right. in my plate. Like, I need more than that if I'm getting information. Right. And that's, I think a lot of people think, do you, so far, as far as schooling, so for like a DTR is basically the same as any RD to be, because you still have to do the undergrad 
to do the test, correct? Or is it also it's just some type of secondary education? Yeah, actually, it's, it's easier than that, which I, I've learned as well, because I have the bachelor's degree. So if you do the bachelor's degree in nutrition and dietetics, then you um, are able to take the test right after you graduate. But you can also get an okay. associate's degree, a two-year degree, um, and you have to do a diet technician program. So you have to, you have, I think, about 400 hours don't quote me on that, but it's a certain amount of hours that mimics the dietetic internship for dietitians that they have to okay. do, and then they can sit for their exam. And I, there's only like 15 of those <laughs> in the country. In the whole? Yeah, but really? um, some of them are online. There's uh, one in Arizona. I just interviewed someone last week who's going to be revealed in a later date, but she did it online and she was able to get it done. So it's possible. Yeah, it's it is. out there for people that it are is, interested. Yeah. Good to know. That's really good information yeah. to know. And I, it's good just because I talked to so many different students too about, you know, dietetics yeah. in general. And that's, I like to have those options <laughs> to talk to them about it. Cause like you, like debt, school debt is insane mm-hmm. right now. And it's just kind of like no one you know, not everybody wants to go to school for six to yeah. eight years. Especially because dietitians aren't know. known to get be getting paid the big bucks all the time. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which is another thing that discourages a lot of people. Yeah. And too. with six years, you might as well go for like something else that pays a little bit more. If you're not in love with uh-huh. it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So where do you see yourself in the future, what what is your long, not long term, but maybe like the next five year goals for you? Professionally? Yeah, so I will graduate this program in May. <laughs> yes, it's exciting. That's <laughs> That's yeah, I know. Think. I can't wait. It's been a long time coming. Um, and then um, obviously take the exam to become a dietitian. And I, I want to do something in media. I really I've enjoyed connecting with people and, and filming and editing and doing the social media. I really like that that part of um, the, a part of, I don't know what it's called, but that's what I want to do in dietetics. So I want to figure out how to incorporate the two so that I can, you know, make a living doing something that I enjoy. So it's a little vague, but. <laughs> well, it brings in your, it brings in the stuff that you kind of started out, you know, in school, like your production and communications and exactly. doing it that way. So I want to be able to do both. So hopefully I'll be somewhere on a screen somewhere talking about food to people. <laughs> I hope you are too. If there's any way I can help with that, let me know. I will. I appreciate that. <laughs> and maybe just share the listeners, you know, where they can find like your, cause you're yeah. on YouTube, correct? Mm-hmm. With your videos. So, and I will link all this in our show notes. So maybe just share a little bit about how you find your guests and what kind of the purposes of your conversations and how often you do interviews. Yeah. So I find my guests on LinkedIn and also on Instagram. If anyone follows me and they have DTR in their um, bio, I follow them right back and I'm like, Hey, just to follow and see what they're doing. Um, And then I also Mm -hmm. on my website or you can DM me on NDTR spotlight on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook and, or even on YouTube comment and, or say that if you want to, if you have a story about being an NDTR that you want to share, uh, I would love to sit down and talk. I like to do that. Talk to people. So you can nominate yourself. You can reach out to me. Um, and that's how I find my people. And then also just like, uh, people that I I've known DTRs that I've known personally, I reach out to them and ask 
Is there like a network of, do you, you know, is, you know, like we have the Academy or whatever. Do you guys have a oh my group gosh. that? Yes. Thank you. I can't believe I didn't mention that. <laughs> um, there's a DPD <laughs> group. It's underneath the, sorry, I'm going to pull it up because it's a really long diet technician subunit group, but it's a part of the DHCC group in the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. And you can just find a whole bunch of diet oh. technicians there. And I've, I've interviewed one person that I've met. They have virtual meetings online, which is so cool to be able to connect with other DTRs. And I was able to snag an interview from there as well. So I'm looking everywhere. Yeah. And it's oh, a really good. good resource for diet technicians. So I didn't even know it existed. I wouldn't yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I did not either. So I'm trying to tell <laughs> people about this stuff because it's it's encouraging as a DTR to know. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So good. Such good information. I'm so glad that you're sharing this kind of stuff with me too, because then I, then I know, and I feel like many of us dietitians kind of just kind of skim over that and don't, don't share that as a viable option in our field. And we need to support everyone in our field because we're all on the same team and we're all have the yes. same end goals, regardless of your credentialing. So that is we need yeah. to do that. Yes. Yeah. I was talking to wait, real quick. I was talking to celiac dietitian Taylor and she, she's, going to complete her internship very soon and become a dietitian. And I think that's great too when that happens because then as a dietitian, you can you can hire a DTR if you have a private practice or if you're looking for someone to help you and just promote that credential more and encourage. So I yeah, it's definitely a team effort to shine light on this credential. And that's a great thing to think about too, like hiring paying it forward and hiring a DTR to help. I mean, like, even like I think about a lot of private practice, you know, they're looking for people to help them with social media and marketing and what a great place for, you know, a DTR to be that yeah. person to help another dietitian with that kind of stuff or, you know, just sharing your education together too. I would, I think I need one <laughs> just for fun, just to have someone to like hang out with and talk about nutrition and yeah kind of I'll tell yeah. you I, it works then you don't have to pay them as much <laughs> like, win but they still should be paid very true very true <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so. well I love what you're doing I think what you're doing is fantastic and I need to share more of your um your stuff because I feel like I feel like there's a need and there's a want for people to be educated about this part of dietetics. And, um, you know, I think that that's something that, like you said, we need to increase diversity. We need to increase options for everyone that has a passion for nutrition and have a place for them to be working in it. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate what you're doing as well, the diversity that you have on your on your um, podcast. So thank you for what you're doing. I've been stalking you and seeing how you're running your podcast and trying to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> you stalk me you stalk me anytime and if I can again if I can ever help you and vice versa I'm always willing to do so so I'm all about I'm dietitian cheerleader diet and dietetic tech and dietetic yes. technician <laughs> it's a long word cheerleader <laughs> say it correctly <laughs> that's it why is. I say DTR <laughs> just easier that way yeah DTR <laughs> yeah that word's better <laughs> Anything else you want to share? With no, I, I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much for letting me talk about NDTR Spotlight. And I would encourage if anyone's interested to check it out and hear the um, interviews that I have. And also listen to more of Annie's podcast because they're great. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweet. Okay, you have to, add, you have okay, to answer my right. questions. Yeah. Now. 
Are you ready? Okay. So share with me some uh, kombucha and sprouts. <laughs> well, together? well, no, like I'll drink the kombucha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, are you mixing no. them together? That was a new Maybe one. Maybe I'll try that. Who knows? <laughs> you could. Do you make, yeah, do you grow your own sprouts? Own too. Yes. So good. Oh my gosh. Really. Of course you do. You're fancy. How long have you uh, been COVID. doing those? COVID. Yeah. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. And now you're a pro. You're fast and you have time. Let me tell you. <laughs> you're so healthy. You have kombucha and you probably do it. You probably have kombucha every day. I would. I, I tried you. I didn't have it for three days and I was starting to crave it. So I'm addicted. Yeah. Yep. You are addicted for sure. What kind of sprouts? I do, do a lot of lentils grow? right now. I'm sprouting some lentils right now. Those are just the oh, easiest sure. ones to sprout. Yeah. Like three days. Are they fast? And then wheat berries too are pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. Great. Yeah. Ooh. That's it. You'll have to send me pictures. I want to see your kombucha All over my, sprouting my adventures. personal Instagram. So if anyone's interested, Marie Lorraine 33, I talk about them way too much. <laughs> okay. Well, you need to forward me your, I okay, remember yeah. that. So just <laughs> send it to me on Instagram. Okay. I will start following your, I love that because I love people that, that are adventurous and do that. So that's awesome. Okay. How about, well, I just said beverage. Uh, I just said food. Beverages. And so kefir. Would kefir is good be too. Beverage. Yeah. Kefir. Do I've tried water kefir. That's a little tricky. And milk kefir is ridiculously hard, but I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Kefir. Kefir is good. I like kefir. Yeah, I love kombucha good. though too. If you had to buy kombucha, which, what kind of, oh, which one would you shoot, buy? I should know the brand name. I usually buy the ones that are two for five and then I get ginger. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, it's expensive, so but they're delicious. Yeah. That's why, yeah. that's why you're yeah. making it yourself. <laughs> um how about scent or smells that you enjoy peppermint and lavender yeah mm, that sounds clean yes, exactly and fresh yeah do you are you uh do you watch things do you watch tv is there a movie that you enjoy what are is anything like that that you really really are i don't really want i mean i watch i go on youtube but I, i'm bad at watching movies in their full duration i just skip to the end because i don't <laughs> yeah You're like, i, I don't want to know what happens so <laughs> not much i listen to music though so that's pretty that's good all what types i teach like spin it? class so i'm always trying to find new fun things to spin <gasps> to oh my gosh do you I, oh, yes. I love spinning i just i'm addicted to spinning i've missed it our gyms have <sighs> been closed to do spinning so that's so cool yeah, that you do spinning you probably have I'm, some good I playlists. I started in November, so I'm working on them. There's only a few. That's how I. That's how I choose my spin instructors. I'm like, I'm yeah, playlists. <laughs> Music is everything. Yeah, because that, <laughs> that makes you forget that you're exercising. <laughs> right. I've actually seen that my um one of my spin instructors that I I do like. She actually started doing during COVID. She's done some from her living room and I'm like, good for her. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't have a spin bike, but props to her. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd be like, I need like, I love the energy of yeah, the room. That's yeah. like the best part. <laughs> um, so music, you like kind of everything. Are you like, is it, is there anything that you're specifically? Yeah. Trying all to kinds. I've even, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to do country and it's really hard, but I even do orchestral and my spin classes and, and <laughs> rap and and alternative. So I try and keep it really 
as long as it's good, you know, as long as the artist put time in, I'll listen. Yeah. Well, good for you. That's, I, there's so many, there's so many layers to you. I love it. You're just so, so many different things. Um, and oh, what brings the Bible and Jesus. That's easy. Easy. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yes, check and check. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said like the Lord had a plan yeah. for you and it all worked out so well and flawlessly for he's you. Good. And that's awesome. He's good. I'm terrible, but he's good. Yeah. He's good to you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank God is around, right? <laughs> Well, it has been so lovely getting to know you and I definitely will keep shouting you out to as many people as I possibly can. And um, I love that you're in this space and I want to be that person that helps you grow this space. So you just let me know what it feels. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that support. Marie is doing something great for our profession as a whole. Registered diet technicians were not something I learned a lot about when I was becoming a dietitian. And I have actually learned a ton by watching and listening to her interviews. I think her passion for DTRs is helping others who are studying or have graduated in this field that decided that being an RD was just not for them and that there is a place and there are great opportunities out there for them. I ask everyone to go listen to her podcast, NDTR Spotlight. You can find it on Anchor and Spotify, or you can watch her interviews on her YouTube channel. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.